Greetings, my beautiful, beautiful people. Uh, today is Sunday, the 23rd of January, 2022. And I come with this message off the back of a testimonial that I watched yesterday regarding a Ugandan pastor called John. And this pastor shared the harrowing account of what it is to be a believer, yet so far from God's grace. And it caused me to understand, really, what it means to live in God's grace, but importantly, to live a surrendered life. And living a surrendered life, there are many things I believed I had surrendered. I believe I had surrendered my lustful desires. I believed I had surrendered envy. I believed I had surrendered the feelings of inadequacy and unworthiness. But yet as I watched this testimonial, I was gripped too by fear in what I was hearing and it caused me to examine where I stood with God and to really really implore and to travail and to cry out to my Abba Father asking him to reveal that if I am too far from grace then please show me where. And what came up wasn't so much about my lust as, you know, the Holy Spirit showed me that I do fight this. I fight it. Any thought that comes into my mind, I quickly try to abandon it and don't even give it an opportunity to blossom or to develop that the Holy Spirit has already revealed to me my covetousness, if that's how you pronounce it. So I was completely aware of these things and I didn't feel grieved by them, even in my pouring now. I didn't feel that that was the grievance that was laid upon my heart. But what the Holy Spirit did reveal is my inability to fully surrender. See, I was allowing the Holy Spirit to work in ways that showed me the iniquity of my ways. But even when they're being shown, I wasn't really then placing them at the altar for them to be dealt with by the Spirit. You know, God's will is not the same as surrendering to God's will us pursuing God's will and in our hearts wanting to fulfill God's will and purpose is not the same as surrendering to God's will. In fact, surrendering to God's will is actually the prerequisite to doing God's will. If we aren't surrendered to God's will, we are not doing God's will. And this is where I can see in the testimony of John, the Ugandan pastor, 
where that really came to light that there are so many of us who believe we are doing God's will yet we haven't surrendered to God's will and to his way of doing things and I'm led therefore to share this with you as I am reminded by Yeshua that he had also he had to also surrender to do God's will I believe many of us feel that Yeshua was a special kind of someone and he was and is and because he was God's son it was easy for him to do God's will but the truth is that it wasn't he was filled with anguish as so many of us are Yet unlike so many of us, he actually surrendered. Yeshua HaMashiach was a man. He was a man whom God had already purposed. Yeshua was there from the beginning as the word. And he was already purposed and predestined for the task and the act of surrendering. Yeshua's journey to the cross was all a display of his submission to surrendering. And the cross that he carried the cross that he was hung upon is representative of our sufferings. It's representative of our pain. It's representative of our anguish, of our resentment, of our unforgiveness, of our anger, of our hatred. It's representative of our demise. And he was destined for that. And in knowing this, in knowing that that was what he was called to do, he had to surrender. And when we consider ourselves trying to understand what is God's plan for me, do we question whether or not we are willing to surrender. Are we really willing to surrender to have it done in God's way? And sadly, the answer to that is no. even if we believe that it's a yes. Here we are again, brothers and sisters, beautiful people. So... I shared in the previous episode that 
and asked you if you are living a surrendered life and unfortunately for many the answer to that question is no and I believe that we think it's difficult and it was difficult for me because I tried to do it in my own strength and we know that it's not by power and it's not by might but by the spirit and I wonder how many of us really understand the Holy Spirit I remember my mum saying to me Simone you know the Holy Spirit is the most loneliest person in the world and I was like oh that is so deep and it cut me it cut me like a it cut me I remember reading in Matthew um, the crucifixion of Christ from the moment that he is arrested in the garden and then he goes to Pilate and and the abuse that he suffered, the beatings that he suffered and my heart was in pain, it was in so much pain and I said to the Holy Spirit, you don't like this do you? And he said, no, I don't. It was painful for me then, as it's painful for me now to know that there are people who do not fully understand my redemptive spirit. And I was silenced. I was silenced by that. So in my exploration of trying to understand, you know, why... Why aren't you surrendering? Why haven't you fully surrendered? And I then began to consider Yeshua. And Yeshua is a man. He is a man. He is a man. And the spirit of God came upon him. The full extent of God's power came upon him when he became baptized. So he needed the Holy Spirit in order to do what he did. But it's the scene where just before um, he's arrested and he goes to pray numerous times and he, you know, he asks, he cries out to God. Though even though God is in him, he cries out to God and saying, you know, can you take this cup? But if it's your will, it's your will, right? And I'm paraphrasing there. Now, let's just really break that down. Here is Yeshua, son of God, God in the flesh, and yet still he goes to pray to his father. He goes to ask if this cup of suffering can be taken from him however it's your will and I will do it how many of us really say that and the reason why I'm bringing this to light is because right there we can dissociate and dismantle and demystify that Yeshua was just God he wasn't just God he was a man but he surrendered. And that's why he is our example. That's why when he left, he said that he would leave us with another 
discomforter. He knows that we cannot do it in our own strength. So in order for it to be done, we have to surrender. Yeshua was a man whom God had already purposed because Yeshua was in the beginning because he is the word and the word it was in the beginning. And he was already purposed for the task and the act of surrendering, of being a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. This is, this is how we become a living sacrifice acceptable to God through our surrendering. Not only to God's will, but to his way. So as Yeshua was before at the beginning, and likewise, so were we. So were we, you, me, and every single one that believes in Christ and has received Christ as their personal saviour. Why do I say that? Because... When we read in Jeremiah, and this is a scripture that I, you know, I believe that most, again, feel that the scriptures are for the prophets of that time. They're also for us. In Jeremiah, it reads, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So again, God knew us. He knew when we would be called to receive him. And all the days ordained for me were written, already written. Equally, in Psalms, in Psalms 139, sorry, let's go to Isaiah, sorry, Isaiah 49.5, And now the Lord says, he who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I am honoured in the eyes of the Lord and my God has been my strength. Romans 8-9 For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Wow. And those he predestined, he also called those he called, he also justified those he justified, he also glorified. Ephesians 1.4 For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight, in love. He predestined us for adoption to sonship. Like, I need to just read that bit again so you, so you can understand where I'm going with this. Ephesians 1 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Yeshua Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. So not only was Christ there in the beginning, in the beginning, 
was the word and the word was with God. But we too were foreknew from the beginning of creation, predestined to be blameless in the sight of his love, predestined for adoption to his sonship. Now that just throws a completely light on it. So I'm even now I'm just muddling up my words, but so the mere fact that he also that Christ was in the beginning, so were you. Predestined. In fact, it I, I can't remember the scripture, but it goes on to say that we were made for his good works and God has already gone before us to prepare our way. So he's already led the way. It means that we follow his way. And we do that through surrendering. And when we surrender, the Holy Spirit can really move in its full power and glory. And I think the issue is, is that we see Christ as separate. You know, I, 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 I don't know if people agree with me if they do, but how I see it is that, you know, people are waiting, waiting for the second coming of Christ. But he's here. The Holy Spirit is here. It's here. It's here right now. And he's yearning jealously for us. Yeshua's nature of man surrendered to the will of God. And as such, the power of the Holy Spirit was in full effect within him. It came upon him and his sense surrenderance allowed him to be filled with it. So Christ is now filled. There's an overflowing, there's an indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And the mere fact that Yeshua in his physical nature as a man surrendered to God who was within him, because he's the son of God, so God was indwelling in him, as we know, through the baptism. That, and he, him praying, because that's what he did, you know, throughout the New Testament, throughout his life, he did go off on his own and have his little uh, conversations with God. And do you know when we do that? Do you know when we, when we go away and we have a conversation with God, we are actually have an awareness of God so not only did Christ surrender he also had an awareness of this huge sovereign power within him like there's a scripture I can't remember it but he made himself man like he 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 didn't accept that divinity so that he could be an example to us like I'm just completely blown away by this and it may not be new to some of you who are listening but like fully understand that some of us have been have come to Christ and have lived a Christian religious life and have no awareness of him of his presence <sighs> shocking shocking I was one of them. 
and I don't want to be. So Yeshua is really an example to us how we as man, we as man, woman, predestined because God chose, he, he, he foreknew us, he chose who he foreknew, he chose. Let me just go back to that. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world. He chose us in him. And the only disconnect is our willingness to surrender, to surrender every aspect. You know, I was listening to Charles Stanley as Charles Stanley was like, what area of your life is God not interested in? None. There is not one single area in your life that God is not interested in. He's interested in, you know whether you should go to bed at a certain time, what you should wear, what you should eat, which way you should go, what businesses you should um, consider, what proposals will be good. Is that person right for me? How do I discipline my children? He is interested in every single area of our lives, but we won't know him unless we surrender. You know, at one time, in fact, I was like, Yeshua HaMashiach, Yeshua HaMashiach, Yeshua HaMashiach. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you, you know, you, you can't even really say that name. And I was like, why? He was like, because I give you revelation of Christ. So get to know me. Now, that was just like, whoa, that was a slap in the face. But for real, for real, for real. We just want to bypass. We want to call out Abba Father, this, that and the other. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And we just completely dismiss the Holy Spirit. Well, I'm here to tell you that a new, fresh Pentecost is upon us. A new era of the Holy Spirit is upon us. And in my fellowship group, I can see the way that the Holy Spirit is working. So much so that even today, you know, the women were sharing how they are returning to their natural state, how they're more comfortable in their naturalness. And it reminded me of the confidence that Adam and Eve had to walk naked with God. Because they don't see themselves as the external presentation And I'm so happy. In fact, I'm elated that more and more of the women in the group are now coming to this revelation of the natural state. They're going back to the natural state where God can really move because their vessel is becoming empty again. But equally, I said, you know what, as much as I really want us to be exposed to the love of God and and how it's returning us to our natural state to fully receive him, we must also be ready for the correction that comes with that. Surrender. So that's my message for anyone who's listening, who is a non-believer or a believer, you don't know where you are in your faith and you find it difficult. Maybe you've been a believer for so long, but you just don't see anything change in your life. And I'm here to tell you there's one word, one word, surrender. I'm going to try and put the link to 
the testimony of the Ugandan uh, pastor John Mulinde. He does have a book called Set Apart for God and also the link to a prophetic word given by Emma Stark who also spoke about the holy, the new era of the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't know where you are in your faith, but I'm sure that if you have been seeking God, then you will also know that there is a shift that is upon us. There is a stirring that is rising up amongst believers that that, that things have to be different, that we really, truly should have the power and the authority to cast out demons, that we should have the power and authority to kill, that we should have the power and authority to prophesy as a minister and be bold just as the early Ecclesia was. So I want you to go away and I want you to examine where you are with God. And then I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to come in and make new wine out of you. Thank you so much for listening. Your comments, your thoughts would be much appreciated. Take care, my beautiful brothers and sisters. I will speak to you soon.